0: This is Walk to Wealth, episode 60. Welcome to Walk to Wealth, where I enlighten and empower young adults to build wealthy, abundant lives. I'm your host, John Mendez, and I'm currently walking to wealth as we speak. And if you know the traditional route of finishing college, working a nine to five until your 60s, and hopefully having enough saved for retirement isn't the path you want to take, then join me as we walk to wealth together. Before I get into today's episode, as I mentioned, kind of in the last and end the, the last episode, I really want to start changing things. I really want to start to get to know you guys, and one way by doing so is I'm going to be shouting out you guys that support, and so. If you guys take a screenshot right now, post it on your IG story. I'll be shouting you out on the podcast. Don't forget to tag me at John Mendes Official. J-O-H-N-M-E-N-D-E-Z. O F F I C I A L John Mendes Official so I can see it by the way. But I just want to give a shout out to one of the OGs that just been listening to my podcast from day one. I gave him a shout out before on the podcast, but shout out to my guy, Darren. Darren's someone that I grew up playing football with. We went to the same high school. We actually went to the same college as well. He actually just got his real estate license. And I still remember back when back when he originally reached out via DM. He asked me, like, hey, John, how do I, you know, I'm interested in getting into real estate. And at that time, I was also relatively new to real estate. So I was just fresh out of my exam. So I still remembered my steps and stuff. And he, he's been listening kind of to the show. And as of recently, you would have thought he was my executive assistant. The way, I, you know, I just bounce ideas off of off of him and he doesn't have to you know answer the phone he doesn't have to you know uh listen to my ideas but I, I go out of my way to get his opinion because I know that when I created my ideal avatar of who I really want to help the type of people I really want to help it's just other young people that know that the traditional route is a scam and it's not for them. And Darren he's just someone that's just been supporting. He's been helping out with my ideas. He I just bounce that stuff off of him so Big thank you. I want to say this publicly. Uh, Darren, you've helped me a lot. You don't know how much it means because uh, locally it's hard to get support and strangers will support you more than your friends and family will in majority of cases. But when you have someone like Darren who just, you know, really goes out to all out to support, I got to give credit where it's due and say thank you, Darren. I really do appreciate it, brother. I mean, I think we've all heard the saying health is wealth and people say it because it ain't no joke. Money can buy you a lot of things, but once you get old and once you get weary, money's not going to reverse any of that. doesn't matter how good your doctors are. doesn't matter who you go to as your Medicare provider. does not matter health as well. In today's episode, I brought on Rob Trax. He's someone I know personally. He is the founder of TAPS Training here locally. It's so inspiring to hear people that are kind of from my hometown or from the local area getting it popping, getting it going, because it's just like they're right here, which you still kind of, they're still... Like an arm reach away, so it just makes it so much more inspiring to to hear these stories. And so Rob, he's pretty much gonna share with you today some super amazing health hacks that help you not forget. Cause a lot of times that when we get into entrepreneurship, it's like we just get busy, we start this business, and then we just let our health go. We stop going to the gym. And Rob's gonna help us out today. And we're also gonna have the privilege to hear how he used, you know, his tragedy to overcome that and to start a super successful personal training, and supplement business, but it wasn't always like this. Many years ago, back when I was like a little
1: tiny kid, my parents got divorced, I was moving to New York with my mom, didn't really understand why I wasn't seeing both my parents all the time, so when you get these kind of like questions on like, oh, is it me, was it something I did, what's going on, you start to develop some insecurities, right, Yeah. then moving in different school districts every year or so, it's pretty tough to make friends, so... Yeah. Back then, I was a short little dweeby kid who was, like, obsessed with, like, peanut butter and, like, cartoons. So I didn't like anything related to sports or athletics until I finally established a spot in Highland, New York, which is upstate. Okay. There's, like, nothing going on up there except for, like, apple farms and cows. So there's, like, literally nothing. I was like, great, cool. I can stay inside, play video games, and watch TV all day. Going into uh, first day class, fourth grade. There's like assigned seats. So I'm sitting next to this little dude named Sean Caswell. Little did I know that this little redheaded dude with spiky hair was going to change my life. I became friends with him, hanging out with him and such. And then got introduced to his family because it became such, like developed mm-hmm. such a great relationship. And his dad was actually the football coach. So he got me to come out and start playing. And I was terrible. But the only thing I could do was I remember the warm up that we were doing in the beginning. So the jumping jacks, the squats, the pushups yeah. and things like that. And I noticed that these guys, all the good kids, were good at doing these. So I started doing it on my own at home, started getting a little bit better shape. Getting in better shape led to being a little bit more athletic, started playing more, playing more, started developing more friends with the team. More friends on the team brought me to more friends in school. So that was kind of like how I got into the world of athletics. And then going through college and such, playing football my freshman year and shifting over to rugby, graduating. There's no more sports. So I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Having a background in exercise science, I got into coaching. It was a pretty easy transition. Yeah. Continuing to work together towards one common goal, working to get win championships and such like that, that's where I got into the coaching realm. Yeah. COVID came, happened, transitioned out of strength and conditioning, more into personal training. Different players, different teams, just different, same game of life. Everyone's, everyone's a little bit different. So that's kind of how I shifted over into the personal training aspect.
0: Amazing, amazing. And I really wanted to interview you today too. Most of us here are entrepreneurs or in some form, right? We got something going on our own. And as you probably already know, once life gets hectic, once life gets busy, if life throws a curveball, usually the first thing that goes right out the window is our health. Right? We stop going to the gym. We stop working out. We stop exercising because it gets too busy. And the hassle of getting up there and going there, especially once it gets cold, once it gets to December, like getting out of bed this morning was hard, right? It, it, it's freezing, if you, if you, especially if you wake up early. And health is usually the first thing we let go once we have these side hustles or these passions that we want to start pursuing. So what kind of advice would you give to people just about health in general and how important health is to your overall well-being and your wealth? Yeah. Well, I mean, the cliche saying
1: is Health's health as well. Is well. Yeah. So you can't find pr- time to prioritize. Start simple. Start small. Don't do too much at once. Yeah. And start slow. Take little small manageable bites and then work, work your way up and level up from there. Yeah. But just doing something consistently, no matter how small it is, that builds that discipline. Because discipline shows up when motivation's not there. Yeah. So once you have those habits, it becomes part of your identity.
0: And talk to us a little bit about nutrition too, right? Because a lot of times some work out, we might be able to get to the gym, but if our eating habits don't change, especially once our metabolism starts to slow down, it, it catches up to you really quickly, right? So yeah, what, in the nutrition realm, what could we do differently, right? So that's, A little unconventional that's uncommon so that we can stay in shape and still feel great and have the energy to accomplish some of these big goals and big tasks that we got going on. The biggest thing I'm going to
1: tell you, it might be a cop-out answer, but is being aware. So being conscious of what you're eating, what you're consuming. Because whether whether that's even not even just nutrition, whether that's like media and everything like that, what you consume, you're composed of. So making sure that you know what you're eating, being aware of how much, how fast you're eating, Am I full? Should I go have my fifth slice of pizza or should I yeah. stay at four for the night?
0: Type of thing like that. So mm-hmm. just being aware of your nutrition. And I want to ask you too, just because I'm a little familiar with the story and it was really touching when you said it the first time at speaker school. and You talked about the story of your why, right? With your dad. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if you're, if you're comfortable. Can you share that story with everyone else? Just because that story was really touching and inspiring to me. I know Brandon knows it. And Guillory, I'm pretty sure, and John as well heard it. But like for everyone else that hasn't he- heard the story about why you do what you do, what keeps you going? What's that What's that drive in you?
1: Yeah, so it's actually, it's kind of like reverse because I was grinding, working 70 hours a week and yeah. trying to continue to make more income. Um, got a phone call, voicemail, early June, 2016, I think it was. Hey, Rob, man, I, I, something serious I got to talk to you about. Can you give me a call? Called him up. Sure enough, he had stage four pancreatic cancer. He tried to get through working at Boeing for 30 plus years, tried to get all the paperwork in and, and such to get into retirement, because all he ever cared about was just kicking back in the sand and chilling out. Yeah. And uh, he passed away on July 27th, so it was like just about a month later, and because he didn't live until August 1st, something with his contract, he technically died on the job, so he never got to receive any benefits of of retirement, never got to enjoy one second of it. So... Things that The reason why I do what I do now is to help everybody else kind of bring awareness to what they're doing, why they're doing it, so that, they're, so that they can live a happy and fulfilled life down the road. Yeah. And it's not
0: just all about grinding, grinding, grinding. Yeah, what would you say is the, the number one thing in the long term to make sure your health stays optimal? Is it exercise? Is it, what, is it playing sports? Is it having a hobby on the side that keeps you, uh, your cortisol level down? Like, What would you say for long-term sustainability in the health realm? What advice can you give so we can not just be healthy and good for now, but healthy and good for the long-term to minimize the possibility of having things like cancer or diseases? Because I know if our, once we get older, our, our health tends to deteriorate. But if we stay, li- live a healthy life, it usually minimizes the chances, a lot of that stuff. So what's your best piece of advice for long-term sustainability?
1: Finding a way to have fun with whatever you're doing and, and everything you're doing, whether it's fitness, whether it's a style of training, if you don't like cutting, don't be cutting. If you want to stick with powerlifting, stick with powerlifting. But same thing with nutrition finding things that you do enjoy eating and finding ways of making a little bit better of a choice. So, like pizza, how can I still enjoy pizza but making better choices? How do I find more people who bring me up and build me up instead of hanging out with people who are always insulting and bringing you down? Yeah. Make sure you're having fun with everything and
0: everything you're doing and you're going to enjoy life. Yeah, definitely. And I want to finish off right with. You just shared us a snippet of your walk to wealth, right? For anyone looking to get started in the entrepreneurship space or even just in taking better care of their health, what's the first step that they should take to getting on the right path to living a healthy, wealthy life? First step, I mean, it depends if you want to take your
1: time with it or if you want to start getting into it real quick because I would, I would recommend finding someone who's in the position that you want to be and talking to them. Either hire them as a coach or just see if you can kind of pick at their brain a little bit because whoever's, if you model someone who's in the spot that you want to be, you'll start to pick up on the small things that they do on a daily basis and they'll
0: eventually become part of you and your own identity. Yeah, amazing. To to finish, follow that, I'd say for anyone that doesn't know what they want to do, just hire a guy on Fiverr and pay them 20 bucks to create a logo and say you have a podcast and then reach out to people and say, let me interview you. It 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 works. It it works. I'm through it. It's proven, bro. It works every time. (laughs) It works every time. Well, Rob, it was a pleasure again to know you again to interview you. I look forward to actually interviewing on the show for real and live on the full podcast. But it was a pleasure. Give a round of applause, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. If you found any value in this episode, definitely make sure to go check out episode 27, "Master the Cold and Take Back Control of Your Life" with Paul Kopnick. He talks about, you know, how to leverage cold water immersion and cold showers, and he talks about like the health benefits from it and how it affects your your mind and how it helps you get into peak, you know, performance condition. And so, make sure to go check that out. Another guy that's doing big things in the health and wellness space alongside with Rob. And if you guys didn't already know. I'm your host, John Mendez, and I will see you guys in the next episode. If you're still listening, I just want you to take a deep breath. Just breathe in and breathe out really quickly before I give you this quick, powerful quote. It's something that I heard in a freestyle one time when I was scrolling on Facebook. This was years ago, but it stuck with me and from the moment I heard it. It just stayed in my heart. And it's if life was easy, it wouldn't be worth living. God gives his best soldiers the worst mission. No matter what's going on in your life right now, no matter what hiccup, no matter what obstacle, no matter what pain you're facing, whether it's family turmoil, whether it's your job, whether it's part-time, whether it's finals, whatever it may be, know that. These are all just little bumps in the road and a walk to wealth. Know that we're walking into a place that most people will never see in life. We're walking to a place that most people can only imagine, that most people can only dream of. And the reason why it's so hard is because we're, we're great soldiers, right? We're the part of the small few, the small percentage of people that are crazy enough to start into this entrepreneurs world. They're crazy enough to have the Optimism to have the tenacity, to have the energy, right? And all these things that we're facing right now in our lives, we're not meant to endure it. We're meant to transcend it, right? We're not just meant to sit here and, you know, be in the suffering. We're here to overcome the suffering, right? No matter what it may be, right? And just remember that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And just remember that if life was easy, it wouldn't be worth living. And when times get hard, remind yourself that God gives his best soldiers the worst missions. So just remind yourself that. And whenever times get hard, Stay strong, soldier. I'm here for you. I hear, I got your back. I believe in you. If no one else is going to tell you, I know you got this. Let's stay strong and continue on this walk.